Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. Some amazing insights there. Now next up is Robinhood's Crypto Chief Technology Officer, Johan Carbright, alongside the president of Dara Albright Media, Dara Albright herself, to chat on just how Robinhood is really breaking down those crypto barriers for investors. Hi, Dara. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? Good, good. So, so honored to be here with you today, uh, Johan Kerbrat, the crypto CTO of Robinhood. Uh, and right. I'm excited to jump in. So I, I guess I wanted to start, first I'm gonna let you know, I'm a big fan of Robinhood. We share a similar mission, which is of that of democratizing finance. So that's something that's near and dear to me. And I love what you guys are doing. And I was reading a lot about your history and I thought it was so interesting. You're one of the earliest adapters um, of Bitcoin and, and decentralized technology. We were there from the very beginning. And I wanted to jump in by getting some insight from you as to how being one of the earliest adapters in this space with Bitcoin, decentralized technology, how that shaped your view of the democratization of finance. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I think uh, decentralization is is kind of the key word on in your question. Like we have seen centralization of the governance of currencies and centralization of knowledge uh, and access to, to financial instruments in the past. Um, and, you know, it, it used to be very difficult to invest in stock. Uh, you would have to use like old brokerage system. Sometimes you could not even place an order online. You, you had to uh, place a phone call. Uh, you had high fees uh, and, and basically all of this basically excluded the entire part of the population that was not uh, well-versed in crypto or, or in financial instruments. Um, even like something like an IPO, you know, where you could not access IPO offering unless you had specific income threshold or, or high net worth. And I think what's really exciting for me being at Robinhood is that we've been really helping uh, open this access to everybody. Um, so. For example, we, we launched this IPO access product that allows you to invest in, in IPOs. Uh, we have no fees on transaction. Um, and, and so we've really been able to see the impact that we have uh, on, on the, the population and the investor. Um, I think another very interesting part for me is 50% uh, of, our, of our customer are first-time investor. Um, and that's really what makes me excited and, and our entire team, to be honest, uh, to, to work out at Robinhood. We, we are really seeing an impact on, on ways that people are adopting uh, the finance products that we are building. Um, and I think to go back to crypto, I think it's a similar situation. You know, it, it used to be that you could not use your coins anywhere. Like even being able to buy coins was uh, almost impossible. Like 10 years ago, you, you had to do, go through so many steps and have your own wallets and uh, you will lose easily coins because you make a, a mistake. Um, but now, that buying coin is becoming easier, we are seeing a wider adoption. And I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I love that. I, I love that. And it's interesting, you mentioned 50% um, being uh, first time first time investors. I thought that was interesting too, because I read a statistic that nearly 60% of Robinhood's customers bought, bought or sold crypto on Robinhood in 2021, which I thought, wow, that is a really impressive number considering- yeah, huge, considering especially that, you know, so many conventional brokerages are at zero. 
-hmm. So, you know, 60% is, is incredible. So my question to you is, do you think that conventional brokerage firms will ultimately follow in Robinhood's uh, footsteps and follow your lead in the crypto space, much like they followed your lead in really taking, you know, commissions down to, to, to zero commission free trading? Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's probably what's going to happen. You know, I, I'm convinced that in, in some way they will follow the lead. Like they, they followed our lead to offer a commission free product. Um, initially, you know, everyone was saying it, it's not possible. And, and now, you know, they're starting to do it uh, one by one. I think they will offer crypto in, in some ways. Uh, it, it's becoming too big to just ignore and say that it's, you know, it's a, it's a small market that we, we don't want to get in. Um, even with a recent Bitcoin ETF uh, from a couple of weeks ago, uh, we, we saw, you know, how people were excited to, to invest in it. And I think classic brokerage are now able to offer Bitcoin products through this, this ETF. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's really good for the industry. Um, you know, as, as a, like you said earlier, like as someone who's been in crypto for a long time, um, I'm excited to see more people interested in crypto in general. Um, I'm also excited that we are seeing this wider adoption and it's not just one or two companies anymore. It's, it's almost every single company are starting to look into crypto. Um, I think, you know, the more people that are buying cryptocurrency, the more we are going to, uh, fuel the innovation in the space. And that's how we are starting to see so many startups and new projects, like, for example, NFTs, right? Starting from, from the adoption of crypto and the, 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 the adoption that we are getting from, from all this retail population that is not just, uh, thinking about stock anymore. Do, do you envision at some point in the future, there'll be a hundred percent of Robinhood customers trading crypto? Um, yeah, it's a good question. You know, I, I can't really predict the future. I, I don't have this, uh, the, the magic ball yet, but, um, I think, you know, like you said before, we, we've seen a very rapid growth in crypto in 2021 at, at Robinhood. Um, I really can't wait to see what's going to happen in the next few years, but, um, you know, overall, I think our customers should decide what is right for them. Um, I think. Our job at, as, at Robinhood is to reduce the barrier to entry to crypto as much as possible. Um, and that's why we are removing fees uh, in as many places as we can. You know, we are really trying to, to work on launching products that allows you to get into crypto without having to worry about what you're doing. Um, for example, a few months ago in September, we launched uh, a recurring product that allows you to, to build a position uh, using a, a cost average strategy. And we are not charging any fee and we are allowing you to place order as low as, as $1. Mm. Um, and wow. so, you know, some, some other platform are actually making most of their revenue on these small orders um, because that's what generates really their, their, their growth. We are actually in the, in the position that we want to open you uh this this strategy for for no fees and so that's really something that i'm excited to work on fascinating so the title of this session is breaking down barriers and so i want to kind of jump into a little bit of those barriers and maybe we could talk about each of the one you know each of the main barriers that there are uh, emotional barrier educational barrier financial barrier and what robin hood is doing to overcome each one yeah um you know i i think 
they are they are very different barrier and and we are trying to take them down one by one uh, <laughs> or at least uh, that's that's our mission for us um i think there is always this big emotional barrier when you're trying to get into crypto um you know that first step into the crypto world can be daunting uh you know what is the difference between bitcoin and ethereum um how do i transfer coins from one wallet to the other so so we're really making uh you know this first step as reassuring as possible to explain to you uh you know how everything is working uh, at each step of the process um we're also putting in place tools that you know allows you to not make irrational decision uh for example the, the recurring products that i was discussing about uh, right before uh it, it's really about making sure that you don't have to feel the pressure to buy the deep when you know bitcoin is going down or uh, you know, you don't have the FOMO that uh, you're missing on on a bull run. With with a dollar cost average, you can invest every day and you know make sure that you you always have a position that makes sense uh, according to your strategy. Um, one thing that you know we we did a survey that we haven't published yet, but we we're about to publish it is uh, that one of the top three barriers that uh, people were mentioning was they don't know how to start. Um, like I think it was 41% of, of our survey um, didn't know how to start to get into crypto. And so we're also working with partner and, and partnership to, to create this easy entry points. Uh, for, for example, you may have heard like last week, we just launched a promotion uh, with Burger King. And uh, as soon as you buy a meal, you can spin a wheel and uh, you potentially get one coin. Um, and I think the coin can be anything from Dogecoin to Bitcoin. Um, but the goal of this kind of partnership is really to get you into the ecosystem. You know, you, you start very small. You, you know, when I started 10 years ago, it was just with uh, a few Bitcoin, which at the time was nothing. And, and slowly you build your, your position, you build your interest and you start looking into it. Right. Um, I think the, the other part is, is really educational. Um, I think, you know, a lot of the issues that we've seen in the past in finance uh, resolve revolved around like the issue that we're seeing with people not knowing uh what they can do um, or what they should be doing and so robin has invested a lot into products that are allowing you to understand the basics of crypto so we have a, a robin learn health center that are breaking down the basics of crypto and we'll be expanding this section in the next few uh, months to actually give you even more resources to explain to you what is the difference between proof of work and proof of stake? And why should you even care about that? Uh, you know, that's still a lot of things that uh, so some people are not necessarily aware. Um, the the other thing that we have is Robin Snacks. Um, I don't know if you've seen that before, but it's it's a newsletter that we are sending every day. Um, I think at this point it became like the largest financial newsletter in the world. And we are basically digesting financial and crypto news uh, for, for our reader and listener. And this is completely independent uh, editorial team from from Robin. Like we don't influence them. Uh, if anything, sometimes they they even like teach us new things on crypto. So we are very excited to to work with them. Um, and yeah, we you know we also trying to add education across the product. We we have news on the on the crypto detail page to tell you like why is the coins uh, you know rallying or, or going down. So very easily a user can see it from the app and, and be able to understand what's what's going on 
And and is that the, the news? Is it sort of, um, you know, where it's for the non-tech or someone yeah. really just beginning and, and getting involved? Yeah, and, and there are multiple type of news. We, we you know, uh, display news from different uh, news websites. And so you, you will have some websites that are a bit more technical and you will have some websites that are just like for, uh, for every, everyday user. And that's our goal. It's to, to really appeal to the entire population, not just a specific, you know, group of, of our customer base. Right. No, I I love it. I mean, you touched upon so many points that I I have some follow up <laughs> questions on. Um, first of all, I you know, as far as on the emotional side, I you know, I love what you're doing with. Burger King, getting it out into the mainstream, but so important to really overcome that fear because it really is, people want, they're excited about it, they're learning about it, but they have no idea how to get started. Yeah. And, you know, here's a way it takes all the fear out and the fact that they could do this with microtransactions. So basically, you know, I guess the cost of their Whopper and Shake, you know, they, they could get started in, in crypto. So I love love that whole you know and that forty percent number that's um that's really hot that's fascinating fascinating statistic um, and then on the educational side um, you know since you guys also you know are known in in just the you know traditional equity markets that that um, you know they're getting first time investors even just involved in equities and you know stocks and and you know more of the traditional asset classes. Uh, are your some of these financial literacy programs or educational programs showing them also, you know, the importance of diversification, ways to, you know, diversify their portfolio? Yeah, that's, that's all about, you know, that's our goal basically. We we are trying to even if you go on a on a specific crypto page, we are actually recommending you also to look at the other crypto because we we want to make sure that people understand how to diversify and and reduce their risk exposure basically. Um, and, and that's part of, you know, all our discussion, like we, we are making sure that all our content is mentioning that you should diversify your portfolio and how to do it. And, and I think that's why we are seeing so many users actually starting to, to get into crypto is they are trying to get some exposure, um, to the crypto world because they are hearing about it in the news. They are seeing it in, in the newspaper. Um, and they, they don't necessarily know how to get started, but with Robinhood, you have this advantage, you know, that. You can use the same platform where you you're buying and selling a Tesla stock and also get exposure on, on, on Bitcoin or on Dogecoin. So that's I think what we we are really being um, an easy access product. We are really helping you in, in one place manage all your finance and manage access to, to all this diversified class of, of products. And you know, it's interesting too because when you look at Bitcoin, I mean, there are some wild price swings. I mean, it could be, you know, <laughs> it could be down thousands one day, up thousands the next. So, you know, it's interesting because, you know, historically, when people would invest in, in the stock market and then we would have these crashes, people would leave the market, and never get back in. You know, now with Bitcoin, people are becoming more and more accustomed to these wild swings and the volatility. So I wonder even how that will impact even the traditional equity markets. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good question. And I think that's also part of our role in some ways is to explain to people like, you know, is it something that is normal? Is it something that we're seeing? And, and in crypto, like you said, um, we've seen 
very long cycle that where like every four years and now it's starting to become like every year and, and maybe it's going to become every week or every day uh, very soon but I, I think it's part of our role to really help people understand like is that movement something that we are seeing a lot is it not something that we are seeing and it should be part of our education process yeah no it's, that's fascinating so how, how about um on the the financial side too as one of the barriers yeah, I, I think on this one, you know, it, it, people know it at this point, but we we really try to remove like any any barrier to entry. Like we we have no fees. Uh, we actually have a one dollar account minimum, so you don't need to, to create an account and load it with all your savings. Uh, we are really trying to be accessible to to anyone in in in, in the in the US. Um, and yeah, we are trying to build this feature like right wearing to to dollar cost average. Um, and we're really making sure that we offer you like a platform where you actually get the most coins for, for the dollar that you're investing. And so that's really what we are working on the most is how do we make sure that we, we can offer a commission-free trading platform and at the same time having all the products that you will see on, on other platforms. Interesting. So could you talk a little bit also about the new Robinhood crypto wallet? That's going to yeah. be launched. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm really excited about this uh, crypto wallet. You know, we've, I basically started uh, earlier this year and it's been one of the projects uh, that uh, our entire team has been working so hard on. on. And um, we're actually going to start launching the, or opening the waitlist in the upcoming uh, week. Um, I heard the, there was a massive waitlist, by the way. We've been so impressed with the waitlist. I think, uh, you know, more than 1 million people sign wow. up um, and they're actually user of the platform. You know, they, they already have uh, an account on the platform and everything. You know, to me as a old school guy, uh, we had trouble to, to find in the past a, a wallet system or a non-possible wallet. Uh, it, it's incredible to see how many of our customers are ready to, to use their wallet and, and potentially use more of the feature of the crypto space. So that's that's really exciting for, for the crypto community. I think that one of the, the biggest uh, wallets in, in the world is going to be open to, to the crypto space. Um, but yeah, our, you know, our wallet is, is launching uh, sometime this month and we will start opening to the public. We'll build a relationship with our customer. We wanna you know, learn what's easy to use, what's not easy to use and, and basically build the, the, the best wallet that we can um and we'll start to roll out to more user um every every week basically until uh, until early next year um i think you know we want to take a, a very safety first approach um and we want to really understand that uh in the past crypto exchanges have seen a lot of problems around you know sending the wrong coin to the wrong address or, yeah. or people not really understanding even what's an address. Um, and so we are making sure that this won't happen uh, in, in our platform. Um, you know, I even me, for example, I, I've been sending coins uh, back and forth, but every time I'm sending coins to somebody or to, to my own wallet, um, I always like kind of this ball in, in my stomach because I'm never sure that uh, <laughs> the coins will arrive. And so we are trying to, to make sure that we are launching a product that remove a bit this, uh, this fear from, from our customers um and yeah also like we are we're making a lot of investment uh you know in our platform to to secure our, our account 
Um, so will be one of the most secure wallet. I think we will require uh, multi-factor authentication, you know, before mm. you can do any withdrawal. Uh, we will potentially ask for selfie before iris transaction. Um, and, you know, in case there is an issue, we, we were the first company to offer 24 seven uh, live customer phone support for crypto issues. Uh, oh, and, and for wow. Free as well. Wow. That's, that's a big deal. That, that was a big deal. And, and the feedback has been actually very positive. Um, I personally tried to call the, the, the phone line the other day because I wanted to see, you know, how well this was done. And, um, the, the people working there are amazing and they are actually no crypto. They, they were able to help me and, and that's super exciting to, to see. And we, we got very good positive feedback. Wow. See, and, and that, I mean, conventional Wall Street can't compete with that. You know, 24 hour, can't compete with 24 hour trading. Now they can't compete with 24 hour customer service. Exactly. You know, that's, that's pretty huge. And how would you say that the Robinhood wallet will be different from, let's say, a Coinbase? Yeah, I think there's this security aspect that I mentioned. There's this customer support. And I think maybe the, the educational part of it, we where we really want to make sure that our user can use this product without worrying too much. Um, but I, I think you know overall it will be similar to the to the Coinbase wallet, uh, you know the, the custodial wallet. Um, and we are excited to allow our user to be able to, you know, go outside to the world, the crypto world, and, and get into the space more. And and are there uh, just certain uh, tokens that they'll be able to, to purchase to begin with? Or do you plan at some point to really have all of them available on the platform? To, to trade or to spend? To trade, yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. so to, to send on the wallet, we'll uh, open to every coin that we, we currently trade on the platform. Um, to allow trading, we... We are, we can really talk about you know which points we want to list or not, but we we are looking into expanding all of them. Yes, interesting. And do you ultimately at some point seeing maybe that even world opening up to various NFTs, that type of thing? That's definitely something we are looking into as well. But you know, for sure, at this point, we can't really uh, talk too much about our roadmap. But NFT is definitely something that we we are seeing a lot of traction. A lot of our customer base is interested into. Uh, getting into this part of the world. So at this point, we really want to focus on the wild part, you know, building a, a gateway to this uh, to this world. And so people can can buy uh, Ether, for example, on, on Robinhood for uh, the, the cheapest price and then go buy the NFT that they would like on, on a different platform. Um, but soon we will, you know, look into adding more and more features. Yeah, it's interesting. And you mentioned just in the beginning of this conversation, the IPOs and how you really democratize access to new issue mm -hmm. offerings. Um, I, you know, I, I would imagine that that at some point would also extend to, let's say, you know, token offerings as more and more we start to see that even in traditional finance. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I think, you know, it's interesting to see how many new layer ones or new new tokens or new products are coming in, in the crypto space. It's it's moving so fast. Uh, you know, it feels like kind of the 2000 all over again in terms of like how many companies are, are coming and right. uh, on the platform. So that's the thing, a lot of things that we are looking into. But yeah, at this point, you know, we really want to focus on our current offering and, and making sure that people can safely invest in, in Bitcoin and the, the six other assets that we have on the platform. 
And then will they be able to do uh, other, like, let's say just, you know, uh, DeFi type of, um, you know, applications? Will they be able to, you know, let's say stake, you know, lend, you know, earn interest on the crypto, all that sort of thing? It's, yeah, it's also very um, soon for us to talk about it, but we are definitely looking into a lot of these things. Um, at, at this point, we, you know, we really want to give them the choice to get into this world. Uh, but in the future, we'll definitely add uh, a lot of these features, at least in uh, in some variation or at least in the, help them to get access to these features. And then I would imagine, too, just that, you know, on education for that alone, I mean, that would just be such, you know, a huge, huge, um, you know, I think benefit, I think, to the whole industry, just, you know, really getting people to understand, because some of it is really complex and, and you know, especially for new new investors. I love it. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, so, you know, one of the other things um, that I wanted to touch upon a little bit is, you know, the, this whole, you know, Reddit and the chat rooms and everyone, you know, we, we've seen, you know, all the craziness this year with that and the stocks and meme stock mayhem. How, how do you, you know, important is it in your mind for retail investors to have platforms like Reddit? or even just any type of community type of online platform where they can go and discuss and share in, you know, ideas and strategies. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting to think about this for me because, uh, you know, at the time when I learned about coding and, and programming and it, it was very hard to, to access to, to resources, uh, and maybe it's because I'm old, but, uh, you know, or maybe the resources will be available, but not in my language. And uh, at the time, I wasn't really reading English, and and so finding books and, and documents in French was was very difficult or very expensive. And so at the time to learn about coding and programming, you will go on IRC channel or you will go on forums to exchange ideas and, and build on top of you know source code that you will find uh, kind of everywhere. And it was very similar thing as well, like a few years later for, for crypto, um, until it became something mainstream as, as of today, uh, you will go on IRC channel, or you will go on, now you, you will go on Discord and, and Telegram. Uh, but it's something where, you know, money has always been kind of this taboo topic where, you know, we, we didn't want to talk about money and we didn't want to talk about investment. Uh, but now we are starting to see a similar trend to, to what I was uh, talking about. And people are exchanging ideas, helping each other understand the, the tax implication, the different kind of ways of, of investing in a specific asset. Um, and, and I think it's great that people are talking about it now and sharing and learning from, from each other. Um, I think, you know, obviously we should probably say that it comes with risk on, on a personal level. like. You have to decide that you know things that you're finding online is is the right thing for you. Um, but I think for me it's important that we help people learn about these things so they can make their own opinion about it uh, and make their own decision in, in the future. And so I think this platform, to be honest, are just like the way the new generation is evolving and learning about things. It's not just in in book in high school anymore. It's actually online on on this platform and with uh, the, the community that is international and uh, from from all background and all uh, or, or horizon. 
Uh, I think that's such a great point. And, and, you know, you're right. I think it's a great analogy too, that you made too, just when you were just getting involved in the space and just how much knowledge you were able to learn just, you know, from going on, you know, online and, and reading what other people were doing. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about sharing, mm -hmm. you know, sharing the knowledge, sharing the, you know, the intellectual wealth, if you will. So I think that is such a, a such a great point. So what do you think, you know, I think, I do think, um, and I know we have, we have a little extra time. So, and I thought this was something really important to talk about too, because I think there is such a high financial illiteracy rate that mm -hmm. we have here. I mean, you know, that really is a problem, it, you know, especially, you know, kids in school, they don't learn about stocks and bonds. They're certainly not learning about cryptocurrencies, but they're not learning about really any kind of financial products or investment products. And, you know, now we're looking at, you know, people nearing retirement age that are woefully unprepared for retirement. I mean, people, you know, could barely afford, you know, $500 emergency at this point. I mean, it's, it's a scary time. So, you know, I think, and, and I would be curious to get your insights on this, you know, as that was the previous generation now, you know, moving towards retirement, very unprepared. But now with everything that like, let's say, you know, companies like Robinhood and what you're doing, uh, you know, to to promote financial literacy and to, um, you know, really provide assistance on this whole educational front. How do you see and I know you don't have your crystal ball, but how do you see that impacting this next generation as they approach retirement? You think we'll be in so much of a better position just because of all of this knowledge now that they have? Yeah, I I mean, it's another great question. <laughs> uh, I think I definitely agree with, with what you were saying initially. Like, I think it's a major problem that we, we see across the US and even across the world, to be honest. Like, we, we don't really have advanced economic classes in, in middle school or in high school. And, and, you know, you turn 18 or 21 and you're suddenly thrown into the real world and and suddenly you're being asked for a credit score and you know that you should put money aside on your IRA account and you know nobody will explain to you what's the difference between a Roth IRA and a IRA and a 401k. <laughs> um, right. and, and so I think that's that's part of what I was saying initially, where we we created all this barrier from uh, from everyday people to understand how to to invest uh, and and how to make sure that their money uh, is going a long way. Um, I think around Robinhood, like our, our CEO Vlad uh, talked talked about how we are considering entering the the U.S. retirement space uh, during our IPO. Mm. Um, I personally think it's a pretty interesting scope for for our company. You know, I think uh, we've been very very good at helping users understand how to invest, how to use options, uh, what are the implications of selling something at, at a particular moment. Um, I think with the right education, we will be able to really help our customer and, and people in general um, understand the importance of saving for their retirement and what it means to, you know, put $10 when you're 18 versus putting $10 when you're 55 uh, with a, the compound interest and, and all these things. So I, I think we might be able to be in a unique position because we are trying to attracting so many first time investors to help them build their wealth and build their financial uh, portfolio for, you know, their entire life, not just for their first years or not just for, for retirement, but basically their entire uh, lifespan. 
Yeah, no, I, I think so. I, I, you know, I couldn't agree more. And I, and I think, you know, also these, the, you know, the same generation that's now, you know, more tech savvy, getting involved in, into this space more and more, understanding crypto more and more, learning, you know, a, the, these, you know, a lot of these same folks don't really, you know, the, 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 you know, all the data and statistics will show you that they're not staying with the same employer for 40 years, you know, getting a pension when they retire on a gold watch. So, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're barely even staying in the same industry. They're kind of moving mm -hmm. around and the whole retirement labor force is changing. So it becomes really more important than ever, I think, to, to have those type of programs in place to help people really starting to save now. And I think, and you could, you know, weigh in on this too, but I, I think it's interesting. It should be fun. You know, investing oh, yeah. doesn't need to be, you know, it, you know, oh, you talked about, you know, the emotional barrier and overcoming the fear, but, you know, we could also, you know, I think it's a good thing that, that, that investing is fun and people are excited about it. And, and, you know, I mean, how do you feel about that? Because people talk a lot about like this gamification of finances, if it's bad, I don't really see that as being bad. Yeah. You know, I, I also don't think we, we are doing anything around like gamification. We are just reducing the barrier again to entry. Like we, we don't want to spend uh, a lot of our time working on something that is helping people make bad decisions. We're actually trying to help them make the, the right decision. And that's why we, we have so many of this education screen that we're adding everywhere on the app to really explain to the user, what to our customer, what they are doing. And, and so I think for, for us, the point is really to help them do what they are trying to do. And, and then, you know, in terms of decision, it's still on the customer side, but I, I don't think that by adding more barrier, we're actually helping customer base. And, and we've seen that in the past with, you know, specific um, requirements. Of, for example, if you wanted to invest, you needed to be a credit investor, you, you needed to, to have like all these kind of high net worth requirements. And that's not something that, you know, I think is helpful for, for the population because we are basically excluding them and, and the people that can access that, then they are in this very exclusive circle and they are basically helping each other in the circle, but we are leaving 99% of the population out. Um, and so I think that's really what, you know, makes me excited to wake up in the morning and to go work at Robinhood is everything that we do, we are trying to basically bring back this 99% of the people, population into this circle so we can give them access and, and reduce this, this barrier to entry. Um, yeah. No, I love it. That's that's what I think you're exactly right. Spot on. That is what it's all about. And you know, hopefully one day they'll they'll get smart regulators and eradicate the accredited investor rule altogether. But until then, you know, like you know, we should be really grateful that we have firms like Robinhood that are out there that are really, you know, um, doing something to democratize access to capital for, you know, the, the other 99% of the population that, and also that need it the most. Exactly. And I think that's where also crypto for me is very exciting because we, we are starting to offer a system that is not controlled by just one entity or one uh, company or one government. It's, it's a decentralized system and people can make the decision to, 
believe into this decentralized system and to really make uh, investment into this space that you know seems to get to be getting traction more and more. So really excited to, to see that happening as well. Yeah, I think that's a perfect note to leave off on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dara. It was great to ch chat with you. Thank you so much. This is really fantastic.